Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. I'm just getting back from the West Coast. I was out in Los Angeles. I was asked to give a retreat for some of the priests of the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. And when they first called me a year ago, I was like, where did you get my name? Um, But it was a great honor to be asked. And one of the talks that we had during their five days of retreat, the title of it was, When God Seems Silent. And we all wonder about that. Because we all, I think, experience the silences of God at different times. We can be pouring our hearts out, and we wonder, Lord, why aren't you answering me? The title of the talk is When God Seems Silent. Because sometimes God is not silent. We're just not hearing him. And then there are times when God is silent. If you look in the scriptures, and that's where we went in the presentation, there's all kinds of examples of the silence of God. And it's mysterious. It isn't just for one reason. Sometimes people think if God is silent, Well, that must mean I did something wrong. And what you see in Scripture, yeah, that's there sometimes when people turn away from God. Well, they're not going to hear Him because they turned away. But sometimes there's reasons for the silence. So I'm going to just say this about this topic of silence. In the early part of the Scriptures... In the early days of the Israelites, especially when they were released from slavery in Egypt, it was a privileged time. God was present to them every day. As they wandered in the desert, it was a a cloud that led the way. And at night, a pillar of fire. And Moses had conversations with God. It was a very privileged time. But Barbara Brown Taylor, who's a great preacher, she gave a talk once about this topic. She said it shifted at Mount Sinai. After God had proclaimed through Moses the Ten Commandments, things changed. Because God said he wanted to appear before all the people. Now I'm going to read her words, because she's such a great writer. Here's what she said happened. According to the book of Exodus, all the people were there. Not one of them missed it. God's own voice with thunder in it and lightning cracking all around. The sound of a trumpet none of them knew how to play with notes that made their scalps crawl. The mountain itself smoking like a kiln shaking so violently that the ground slid beneath their feet. Turning to Moses, they said, You speak to us, and we will listen. But do not let God speak to us, or we will die. And at their request, God never spoke to all the people again. They were afraid. When they came, in a way, face to face with God... They were afraid. And they said to Moses, you, you talk to us. We don't want to be talking to God directly. And ever since that time in the Bible, God never 
spoke to all the people again. He honored their request. I wonder if that's not in our relationship. Now, I can't speak for you. I can only speak for myself. I think there are times, if I'm going to admit it, that I want to talk to God and I want God to talk to me, but you know what, God? Be easy on me, all right? Or why don't we keep a little bit of distance here? Because I'm afraid of what he's going to ask. Can you imagine if you went around the day all day long and you said, God, whenever you want me to do something, just ring a bell and I'll know exactly what I'm supposed to do. You know, we would say we might like that, but I don't think we would because of some of the things he would ask us to do. So ever since then in the Bible, there was a lot of one-on-one communications. God appeared a couple of times more to individuals, but for the most part, God receded. And in the Bible, they talked about all these great things that went on in the old days and how God was still with them. But there was kind of a respectful distance. Even when we get to Jesus, where the miracles show up again, if you think about it, he never did like part a Red Sea like God did in the Old Testament in the book of Exodus. Even the biggest miracle, the feeding of the 5,000, it wasn't really dramatic. It wasn't like Jesus said the blessing, pow, and all the loaves of bread and baskets showed up. They just started giving out the bread, and it didn't run out. And when they were all done, they were like, how how can we have 12 baskets left over? It was still kind of quiet and simple. Most of his miracles happened one-on-one. No big fanfare. Man's blind, takes a little mud, and now he can see. It was simple. Fred Craddock, another great preacher, said, with Jesus, it's not a shout. It's more like a whisper. And what we have to do is hush, lean in, and trust that what we're hearing is coming from Christ, the Son of God. He speaks like he says in the gospel today, what you hear whispered, proclaim from the rooftops. So I want to give you an example of somebody, I never met her, but she she heard the whispers of God. I'm going to call her Helen. And a priest friend of mine who's a great hospital chaplain, he met her years ago. He walks in the room, and she's there. And she starts talking about her life. And she's had so many difficulties. Physical problems, problems in the family, financial problems. Right now, she's really by herself. There's no family. And at the end of it, after telling all these woes, she says to my priest friend, but you know, Father, God has really blessed me. Well, my friend is a pretty straight talker. He said, you're going to have to show me how, because the things you're describing don't look like blessings at all. And she went through every one of those hardships and talked about how God was there, how she really felt the presence of God, or something in her mind as a thought reassuring her, 
giving her the courage, giving her the strength, giving her the wisdom. She heard the whispers. She was hearing the whispers, even in the, in the darkness. But she said this, the only thing I fear, you get that? The only thing I fear is I'm afraid I'm going to die alone. Now, my friend did something. They teach us in the seminary, don't do this. He made a promise to her. We're not supposed to make promises. You know when you watch the TV shows, especially the adventure ones and the thrillers, there's always some guy who's like the leader or, or a woman, and she's saying, I promise you it's going to be okay. And I'm thinking while I'm watching a movie, how can they promise that? <laughs> there's all these things going on. You know how they can promise that? Because the screenwriter is writing the story. We can't make promises like that. Well, he did. He told her, Helen, after everything you've been through, I promise you, God will never let you die alone. So he comes to the hospital every couple days, came back two days later, went to Helen's room because he wanted to see her again. She was so inspiring. Goes in and there's the perfectly made bed. There's no one in the room. And he remembers his promise. He goes to the nurse and he said, Hey, what happened to Helen? And the nurse said, well, she passed away. And then he was thinking, and he said, well, can you tell me about how she died? What was her last day like? And the nurse said, well, you know, I never have seen this before, but the night she died, we got a call. You know how people call on the button on their, their bed? We got a call from her roommate. And when we went down there, Helen was really struggling. And the roommate said to us, can you move our beds together? Because I want to hold Helen's hand. She didn't die alone. And she did just what Jesus says here. He says, whatever you hear whispered, proclaim from the rooftops. That's exactly what she did to my friend. When he came in, she told him what had happened, and then she said, you know, God has really blessed me. And Jesus says at the front of this gospel, fear no one. And her only fear was, I don't want to die alone. And God made sure she didn't die alone. So for you and me, maybe you could look back over your difficulties or the hardship times. Was God whispering to you there? Sometimes even after it's a long time, you can look back and you say, oh my gosh. And it, and it comes to you how God was there at that moment. People tell me about their stories all the time like this. Whatever you hear whispered, proclaim from the rooftops. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.